absolutely. It depends on the uh, COR of the flagstick, so the Coefficient Restitution flagstick. In U.S. Opens, I'll take it out, and uh, every other tour event, when it's uh, fiberglass, I'll leave it in and bounce that ball against the flagstick if I need to. Welcome back, podcast patrons, episode 44, Leave the Pin In Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and I don't have Scott with me tonight. He's on a little uh, vacay, but I got my good buddy, Diego. You might not know who that is, however... You are going to know him as the owner of McEwen Golf. Diego, what's the good word? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm real good, my man. Super, super excited to talk to you. I, I, I am super pumped to let our listeners and our fans out there know about your company because it's one that I truly believe in. Um, it's one that supported us. And I can't wait to kind of get into the backstory of it and where you're going in the future because I know you've got big, big things planned. Dan, you're making me blush. Hey, well, hey, that's what we do here. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So listen, first off, congratulations. I know you're newly married and just got back from your honeymoon. So congrats on that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, you played Kapalua while you were there, right? I did. How was that, dude? I did, and it was unreal. Um, You know, it's one thing where you take a look at the pictures, you go online, you check it out, you're like, what am I getting myself into? But actually play the course dude the views are just they're unbelievable and uh you know i didn't actually have a bad round you know at all too which is good but uh yeah no it was uh it was like surreal you know what i mean is it um now listen they didn't they just go under renovation like after last year's tournament of champions isn't every yeah yeah so there's there's two courses right there's the plantation course which i think i think that's what they primarily use for like the sony open correct the beginning of the year yep and then they have the Bay Course. So I actually played the Bay Course, which is like right across the street. Um, same layout. I don't think it's as hard. That's, that's the way that they kind of like described it. Um, and they were aerating too. So that, that is definitely like, I'm not the greatest putter to begin with, but that definitely kind of affected the game a little bit. But it also got me a nice little discount. So I wasn't too mad about it. Hey, no. I mean, because, hey, then you can play automatic two putts and just walk away, you know? <laughs> right, right. Amen. Um, so listen, dude, t- I mean, tell us, like, look, how does somebody get into starting a golf apparel company? Like, it, that's the question, question, right? Because, I mean, you guys aren't even just T-shirts. You're not just hats. I mean, you guys run the full gamut, and it's not like your stuff is low quality and mass-produced. I mean, you make exceptional stuff. How does... How does someone get into that? Like, is that is your background in in design? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, no, it, it's weird. Like, um, you know, I, I grew up playing soccer. That's always been kind of my sport. And um, you know, after college, you know, you play a little bit of rec soccer, and uh, I got banged up. I got hurt. You know, I, I you know tore my ACL. I partially tore my Achilles playing literally co-ed soccer which is unbelievable. You know what I mean? You get to a point where you're like, I can't do this stuff anymore. Yeah. And uh, I kind of picked up golf from there. Um, you know, a bunch of my buddies have always kind of golfed, and I've always been like, yeah, I'm not into it. And uh, this was probably like six or seven years ago, so not too, not too long ago. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I caught the bug. I, I kind of got obsessed with it really quick. It's, it's a sport where, like, it's fun to play with other people, but at the same time you can challenge yourself and – you know, it, it's definitely one of those things where the more work you put into it, the better results there are. I guess just like anything. But, 
Yeah, I got hooked. I got hooked. And, um, you know, when you first start golfing, like, I didn't know what I was doing. I'd go to, to like, a golfsmith at the time. I don't even know if they're around anymore. But, you know, I spent, like, three, $400 on, like, polos and, like, hats. I had no idea what I was doing, right? So I show up for, like, my first round of golf looking like what I thought was, like, Tiger Woods. I'm rocking, like, a red Nike polo. You know, I look like an idiot. But, um, you know, from there, you, you start playing a little bit more, you get into it. And, um, you know, I started kind of developing like a style and a look. And the more I played, it's just a very, very addictive sport. So, um, you know, I'm in sales. That's actually, I still do that. I still have a daytime job. And, uh, you know, I've always wanted to kind of have a side gig. I wanted to do something. So that's really where it came from was the desire to do something. And, um, you know, the more... Like, I have a huge hack collection, right? So, like, the more I looked into stuff, I started going to PGA Tour events and, you know, playing other courses. Like, I, there really weren't – how many title title paths do you really need, right? So, you know, I started finding that there was, like, a lack of, like, I don't know, creativity out there in the market. So, um, in my opinion, a hat is a great way to express yourself, especially on the, on the course. And, uh, you know, I, I said to myself, if I, would, if I would do anything, I would try to come up with – know kind of a setup where we would come up with some designs put them on high quality hats here it comes yeah i've personally never been like a corporate shill you know i've got one golf company hat and that's a tailor-made hat and that's because it's got the tory pines logo emblazoned on the side because i got it at tory pines You know, yeah, so, right. and, and, and honestly, I'm not going to lie, like I used to have a, for personal use, TaylorMade account, so the majority of my clubs are TaylorMade, so it's a, it's a company that's near and dear to me, but I'm, yeah. of the, I'm of the mindset of, like, look, they're not paying me for it, you know, why am I shelling out even more money for that company to promote their stuff when, uh, you know, I'm not getting anything from it, because, yeah, it's a hat, but, like, TaylorMade's logo is not stylish, Callaway's... Right. Chevron logo is not stylish. Oh, you, you see it, you see it. You know when you're watching the, you know, the pros on tour, and you're like, oh, it's a cool hat. And then you go and buy it, and you're like, eh, do I really need it? Yeah, exactly. And I would much rather find something or wear something that fits my personality. Like I was first time, you know, put on to you guys with that Frank Tiger Woods head cover hat because <laughs> that is just, you know, I, I'm big into those pieces that are so subtle. But someone that knows golf looks at it and goes, dude, that's the sickest hat ever. Where did you get that? And anyone right, else right. is like, oh, he's wearing a cool, you know, snapback mesh hat. And there's like a little thing on it or something. I don't even know what it was. Right. You know, and, and, and the, look, I want to keep company with people that are into the same things that I am, especially when it comes to golf. Like, I love expanding my horizons. But if you see that hat and you know like I, I'm pretty sure I want to chill with you. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think we're on the same page there. I mean, I wanted to essentially uh, elicit a response with uh, with people when I'm wearing my hat. So it's like my whole kind of you know concept and idea is where did you get that hat? You know, you want to build something that you can take a look at. The thing about people that like like, like love golf is they're addicted to it, right? So. You know, there are so many little nuances and, like, little things about golf. There's so much history and stuff that you can play off of from a design perspective that, you know, even people that don't know golf, they'll look at that and be like, what does that mean? And they'll look it up. 
But then there's going to be the people that look at it right away and they're like, I know exactly what you're trying to say with that hat. I love it. Where do I get it? Right. And, and that's such a cool concept to tap into. And honestly, mind-blowing to me that someone didn't do it a decade ago. Yeah. I think a lot of people are starting to get into it now. They're doing it a little bit different, but I think that it's starting to become a trend. Um, you know, we, we don't do a ton of, like, McEwen branding hats. Yeah, we'll do more of them like moving forward as we kind of grow, but that really wasn't my concept. My concept was to like really show homage to like iconic golf logos, whether it's like a course or like, uh, or players, right? Tiger. I mean, I came up with the, the Frank thing, I think last just November or December. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, cool. When I was searching for ideas, I ran across like the Frank, the old Nike commercials when he first, you know, became a thing. And uh, there used to be like the old Frank commercials where you had the boys and they're, you know, they're pretty funny, but I was like, Oh, that's, that's a cool concept that I could tie to Tiger Woods. And I love, I liked the design right away. We did it in embroidery and then later on we did a patch, but um, you know, a lot of the success we had with that was obviously Tiger won the masters this year. So come April, um, you know, he's winning. And then obviously at that, at that tournament, he shows up in a Nike polo with a Frank, design and I was like oh god here we go you know I can't compete with Nike you know that type of thing but um you know our our client base or our fans or whatever like they they love it you know they keep buying it and uh it's definitely been a a big design for us and uh you know it's good and all but you got to move forward too we're we're trying to come up with new things and you know we've learned about time frame and, and kind of positioning ourselves for next year um, so a lot of what we do is going to be based off of the majors, you know, some of the most interesting tournaments out there, uh, the people, what's going on at kind of golf today, but you gotta be, you gotta be ahead of the game. A lot of people have great designs and, you know, it almost becomes kind of like a race to who's going to come up with it first. Yeah. And, and I think it's super interesting that you mentioned having kind of ideas in the pipeline um, already that, you know, one of the things that as we've gotten to this podcast, we've started to learn is these companies have stuff planned. Like, you know, the scripting for the 2020 PGA championship for Nike is done already. Is that a thing? So the other day I got an ad because I've been looking into obviously the Ryder Cup. So the Ryder Cup is one of my favorite tournaments. It's just, I mean, it's USA burst, right? So it's yeah. like, there's nothing better. Like, it's just so hyped up. And obviously, I didn't get tickets, so I'm pretty pissed off about that. But what are you going to do? Um, so I saw a new era ad, and they were already slinging the USA ad for next September. And I'm like, I'm not even, like, close to that. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're still working, you know, we're working the Masters right now. Like, we're not even close. But, I mean, that was something we learned this year. I mean, we, we kind of went all in beginning of the year. And... Um, it just it sucks when you come up with a cool design and the tournament's like two weeks away. I'm a picky guy. I'm not going to put anything on my screen. I've, I've seen it. I've worn it. I've tested it out. The logo looks good. And that takes time. You know, we need at least like at least a month, you know, to, to get the sampling, you know, exactly the way that we want it uh, and, you know, put it on the website so that people can jump on it. And for me, the goal is, Let's get it out there before the tournament so, you know, our fans, the people that buy from us can get it for the tournament or for the, you know what I mean? So, like, 
it's not like they're ordering it during the Masters. They're, they have it for the Masters, I feel. Okay, so that's brilliant because here's my biggest pet peeve. So I'm a big sneakerhead, right? And right. that that goes into golf shoes and, and golf sneakers, if you will, as well. So one of my biggest pet peeves is, and I love Nike, I love Adidas, but Nike always do, does a drop around the majors. But the problem mm-hmm. is it's released like the Thursday or the Friday of the right. major tournament. So yeah. with shipping... If you even are able to get one of those drops, that's it. And and so they are, yeah. oh, Tiger won the Masters. Like I can't wait yeah. to wear my new Nike Masters Dude, 2019. The Frank hat, the Frank hat didn't come out. The Nike version did not come out until what two months ago. Right, exactly, three months ago. Exactly. And you know, I mean, granted, it sold out quick, and I think they're just like mass producing it now. So it's kind of like the the vibe is, is over, the rush is over for it, but. I know exactly what you're saying. And like, that's what we learned this year is, you know, we want to, we need to be, you know, like 10, hundred steps ahead of the game. We need to get all our designs as many as we can done before the end of this year so that we're ready to market it. We're ready to release it, um, you know, in a time where people can get it, they can rock it during these events, whether it's on their couch or if they actually go to these things, um, that that's kind of our vision. All right. So, so how far ahead are you guys? How far into the future do you have products set for? I mean, this is a newer thing. So this is like we're working on next year now. So this is something that like we sat down or like we need to be better next year. Like 2020, what are we going to do better? This is one of the main main goals. There's still like we're going to do a couple more drops this year. So we're just wrapping up that. We're doing a drop in November, which I'm pumped about. We got a, a, a like a slew of really cool designs that uh, I love. And then there's the um, the President's Cup in December. So, like, that one I'm, like, panicking about because I have a couple of ideas, but we haven't, like, put it into action yet. But we'll make it happen. But, no, I mean, I would say that we've already started some designs for, for next year. Like, we already have one for the oh, Arnold Palmer. is probably one of my favorite logos to play with. But, um, you know, my goal is by the end of this month we'll, we'll probably have our master's designs at least put together and then you know we'll, we'll go from there and hopefully by the end of the year we'll have i want to at least get all the majors done and then we'll kind of go back to the in between tournaments that we like and see what we can do there okay very cool very cool i mean that's it, it it's kind of the way it has to be nowadays right right yeah yeah for sure so one of the things I want to touch on, which because this is near and dear to my heart, and I think kind of a lot of our fans out there as well, and you know, and our fans are your fans, and vice versa. Um, you guys have such a subtle logoing, or so, or, or such a subtle um, emblazoning of your logo on the product that a lot of times there's even products sold without you know the McEwen logo on it. Which, like for me personally, I love that. Because it's yeah. it's low key, it's kind of like an if you know you know type deal. Um, Less is more. Exactly, you know. And I think yeah. sometimes companies go way too overboard with enormous logos, and they just throw it in your face, and and yeah. it just becomes gaudy. Was that a like concerned decision that you guys made, or did you just happen to kind of luck into that? I've always liked the clean kind of like designs, right? So I love, you know, like a dad hat with cool embroidery embroidery on it. Some of our first designs, it was funny, they were kind of based off of like 
the yellow polo hats that everybody wore in the nineties, right? Just of course, colored dad hat with like a little polo horse on it. Yeah, I have like, one. I love that. I think right. So like you know, that's simple. It's it's clean. You know, timeless. Like that was the vibe that we started off with and kind of built from there. Um, and then we moved on to remember it was like a phase where everybody had Lacoste hats and it had like the the alligator patch on it. So like we we're kind of there now. That's kind of the new phase where. Um, we definitely want to still be clean and subtle, but with patches, you can be definitely more like, I don't know, not creative, but uh, you can go into more detailing with it, uh, which I love, you know, because embroidery is so difficult to do. If you're going to embroider a design directly onto a hat, it needs to be a clean design. Otherwise, it's not going to work. I can't tell you how many times I screwed up samples. Um, you know, one of them that was difficult to do was we did like this master's, master's fold up share one, which okay. I love. So let but me interrupt you right there. I am, yep. I'm looking at that on my computer right now <laughs> because that's the one I want to talk about. This is yeah. beyond brilliant, subtly logoed with the McEwen M on it, but could also represent masters. Like run exactly. me through this hat because in my opinion, uh, you know, I love the tiger one, but this is the design that hooked me. Right, right. So that one literally went through like 20 iterations um, from a design perspective. Um, it was difficult to do and, and get it to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm cool with this. Let's put it on the site. Um, I'm still not happy with it, to be honest. I think that it could be better. So if you, and this is, I've never been to Augusta. I've never been to the Masters. It's obviously like a dream of mine. It's something I want to do. Um, but um the actual master's chairs don't have, like, the armrest. Um, they're just essentially like a, a very standard kind of fold-up green chair without the, the armrest. So well, let me, let me tell you this. There actually are a few different versions that you can purchase there. Oh, well, that's good to know. So right, th- that, was, that was my next thing was I was going to say, we're going to do another crack at it. We're going to take the armrest off, see if we can get it even cleaner. Um, I actually had a couple people reach out and said, I bought the hat. I absolutely love it. Would love for you guys to come out with a second iteration. Um, this is the chair that we use. And I actually got like pictures of them, which is funny. So our fans are the best. They're, they're fantastic. They reach out. You know, anybody who starts a business will tell you it's a lonely kind of journey. A lot of people don't really understand why you're doing it, what you're trying to accomplish. But if, what I found, especially with Instagram, is the community it's fantastic. People love to collaborate with you, talk to you, you know, you know, share their opinions, and it's uh, it's it's a great way for us to grow um, and uh, and get inspiration for for like new stuff moving forward. Yeah, that's that's the truth. It, it's funny. I was talking with my wife the other night, and we, you know, there was something on the news, I guess, about you know, such the negativity in social media. And I said, you yeah. know, we're we're just passing six months with this thing, you know, whatever. Yeah whatever this is growing into organically. And I, I have not had a negative interaction yet. And I'm like, I'm not right. BSing people and trying to save face. I mean, you know, everyone has been so cool. Uh, and that blows yeah. my mind because I am, and I'm sure like you as well, am my own worst critic. So I hear a pod and I listen to it before we even put it out, and I'm like, oh, that sucked, that sucked, why didn't I say that, <laughs> that sound dropped out, you know? But then right. I realized, yeah. like, you know, look, I'm not putting 10, 15 grand into recording stuff. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I like it to be organic, I like it to be just kind of 
two buddies talking and, and, and whatnot. Like We're you just would talking, have, man. Yeah, that, yeah talking like, like you would have on a phone conversation. But you're so right. Like, I get people all the time that are like, oh, yo, that five minutes that you talked about, you know, X you know, amount of, of golf stuff, like that really hit me. That was so cool. Or I loved when you had so-and-so on. Um, I would have asked them this, man. Next time, ask them that. Let me know because I really want to know. Yeah. And everyone just wants and to I reach out. I was going to say, I can't tell you how many like times, even from your podcast and other podcasts as well, that, you know, kind of, you know, they, they're in our same kind of world or sphere. Um, I heard about somebody and I'm like, I'm going to reach out to that person that they were interviewing. So, you know, like I was listening to the, the Spargo golf one. We were talking about this earlier. Like I want to hit him up and be like, Hey, show me what you do. Let's get around to golf. And this is fantastic. And you know, you're like an hour away from where I am. So it's another way to kind of learn about other people that are kind of on, you know, a similar journey, but to also collaborate. And, you know, I think the name of the game is not only to sell things to people, but, have content, have, you know, like it, golf is a lifestyle, right? So, you know, how does it affect you? You know, what are you doing in golf and, and like, why should I buy your hat? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's funny that you mentioned John from Spargo. I'm going to tell you a, a quick story, which I haven't even told on the pod yet. And it was like, to me, it was like my, we've made it type moment. So John and I are texting back and forth and he's like, oh, I got to go. I got, you know, a, a, a guy coming in at nine. I was like, all right, I'll you know, talk to you soon, dude, whatever. And uh, he texts me like 9.15. And he was like, dude, you're not going to believe this. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like he's got Rory or he's got JT or something, I you know, know right? <laughs> something crazy. And he goes, the dude who I am fitting today booked his lesson with or booked his fitting with me because he listened to our podcast. That's unbelievable. And I was like, I was like, come on, dude, like stop blowing smoke. You know what I mean? He's like, dude, I'm serious. Dude's a big fan. Like that's, that's what it's all about because he would have never have known about right. Spargo golf. You know, like there's going to be people yeah. that listen to this. that are like, well, I've never heard of McEwen golf and they're going to check it out. And they're going to be like, Oh my like, yeah. how I have, I not heard about this before. It's incredible. Exactly. Yeah, no, I hear you. And it happens to me all the time. And that's why like, I love talking about this stuff. I like learning about, what other people are doing. My a big goal of my next year is just to collaborate with as many people as possible. Um, we already are. We got we got some unbelievable partnerships that we're working on right now. Um, uh, we're going to step up our our kind of offerings. We're getting into the polo game, which I am thrilled about. I gave it a whirl myself. It let me tell you, it's just because you can draw out and have a concept for a polo, actually getting it from point A to point B. It is not easy. Um, it goes through millions of iterations. You need to know how to talk to people overseas. Hopefully you're talking to the right people to begin with and they're not charging an arm and a leg to get it done. Um, you know, you're never going to know what you know, your, your clients or your fans, you know, are going to think about it, right? So you don't want to buy a ton of inventory without knowing what's going to happen with it. But, you know, once in a while, you'll meet people that have gone through that journey. That journey. So, like, for me, we're teaming up with the, my boy, Darian, over at Rowan Case Golf. He um, he does just polos. That's his thing. And I hit him up, and I'm like, dude, your polos are fantastic. I love it. Like, what's the deal? Walk me through it. And he told me about his process and all the different manufacturers and factories that he he's worked with all over the world. And he's like, I've literally just focused on this aspect of the game for the past three years. And I'm like, great. Well, I love hats. You have polos. What are we going to do together? So, I mean, I love, I love that piece of the collaboration and the things. I think that's, that's the future. 
for a lot of the companies in our niche. And um, yeah, I, I'm super psyched. I think I think our, our fans are going to love what we come out with next year. That's very cool. I think a lot of times people don't even realize what goes into creating even like a a single logo to put on like a right. screen printed t shirt. They just yeah. they don't get the steps behind. And you know, one of the things I hear from people all the time is they would say, "Man, I would I would love to buy that, but I want it to be fifteen dollars like the Nike hat I saw in Kohl's." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, well." For sure. All right, here are the numerous reasons why it's never going to be $15. Um, (laughs) Nike made that for about five. Yeah, if that, maybe five cents, you know what I mean? Right, right. Oh, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, look, and not only, you might be paying a little bit more, but what you're getting is you're getting a great quality product that not a lot yeah. of people have, which, you know, like to me, that scarcity is important to me. And, yeah. and I, you know, I don't know if that's shallow or not, but I really don't want to be wearing the same stuff that every Tom, Dick, and Harry are out on the course, you know? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a big thing with what we do too. You know, we played around with the idea of having hats year-round, like the same design, but we found that, building a sense of urgency in that, hey, we're only making 50 or 100 of these hats. Um, it's going to drop it. This time, you know, once it's done, it's done. That's kind of the, the, the vibe that we're going for, and we're going to, you know, go forward with moving forward. I just said forward 15 times, didn't I? Um, that's, what we're, that's what I'm trying to, to kind of do is, is, is build, like, an exclusive drop. You know, this is that one design that we did, and, um, you know, get it while you can. Yeah, well, I mean, I you know, I I personally again and throwing my opinion out there, which I you know I try to do all the time, but I think that's the way things are going because yeah. you you have something that's like okay this is this is my mindset. Um, I go to buy a sne- I go to buy sneakers and I look online and I see the same one over and over and over for six seven months. Once it sits, my mind shifts to I'm not paying full price for this. This thing's been sitting forever. I'm gonna wait till it goes on sale. Then it never goes on sale, and I don't buy it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But you tell me, and, and you know, you're honest with me that, look, there's going to be 100 of these, or there's going to be 200, and once they're done, we're not making it again, so no one else is getting it. That right. piques my interest. You know what I mean? That gets yeah. me ready to go, and that makes me put an alert on my calendar and set an alarm so when that drop occurs, I'm on my computer at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, whenever it happens, and I'm one of the first ones to do it. Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm the same way. And it, it's just one of those things where I think it's just human nature, man. Like, I want something that other people don't have. And I want them to come up to me and be like, yo, where'd you get that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, 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 that's what I'm all about. And I want to tell them where I got it and then tell them that they can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Now, now, listen, so speaking of that, you have a bunch of hats on the site that are completely sold out, right? And now two of my favorites are completely sold out. And I know you said you love toying around with the Arnold Palmer logo. Uh, he's yeah. one of my favorite you know, people and, and golfers of all time, but the Arnold Palmer drink with the little umbrella tour visor, and then which what I think is such a clever design, and I've never seen it presented this way before, is the bunker rake hat also sold out yeah so that one went i think within 20 minutes it was ridiculous that one I, honestly i might bring it back i might put it on something else or, or change it up 
but that one went quick. And honestly, I loved it. It, it was, it was, it's a very simple design. Uh, being a very horrible golfer, I find myself in the sand quite often. And what do you find in the sand? Uh, a rake. Um, but it's just, you know, there are some designs that you come up with and it just, it doesn't work, man. It's like, it's just, you think it's going to work and it doesn't. And that one just, it works. Um, it, especially for direct embroidery. There's not, not a lot to it. People get it, you know, what it's about. And, uh, it's just a clean hat. And, um, honestly, I don't even have one. So I, I think I, I sold them all and I, I didn't keep one for myself. So I might have to bring it back. Yeah. That's, uh, that's when the when the owner when the creative genius behind these designs doesn't have one you know things are limited <laughs> so now um so can we say can we safely say that once something sold out at least in that iteration of it like the bunker hat for people that aren't you know looking at it online right now is on a white mm-hmm. dad you know fit hat if you will like a slouch fit yeah. type cap yep. So, Kim, I mean, is it is it safe to say that McEwen Golf is kind of the company that is not going to ever re-release a white slouch dad hat again with the bunker rake on it? You know, it, it depends. Okay. Um, I personally really like that design, so I think I'm going to release it on our next drop, but it'll be a little bit different. Um, here's an example. Um, you know, while I was on my honeymoon, I got an order for another design that's popular that we have is their Shaka hat, which is just like a golfer's glove, Shaka symbol. Yep. Um, we sold out of them while I was gone. And, um, you know, I literally emailed back the guy, like, like right after we sold out, somebody tried to purchase it. So I couldn't stop it from, uh, from saying sold out on, on the store. But I reached out to him and I'm like, listen, man, here's the deal. Like, love to, you know, we can give your money back. We can trade it in for something else. Um, if you're patient, um, I'll have my guy run one for you. You know, it's going to be a little bit, you know, it's going to take a couple weeks, but I don't mind doing that. Um, it's just one of those things where I think people appreciate you reaching back out and letting them know like what their options are. And the fact that you would go out of your way to do that, I think a lot of people appreciate that. Um, I learned that early on and I, I try to do it as much as possible, but um, it's about talking to people, being transparent with them. And if somebody says, Hey, I love this hat. I need it. What can we do? More than happy to help. Yeah. I mean, that's look right there. That's why you're spending a little bit more for customer service like that, you're not getting it from overseas. You're not getting it from a bot right. on you know a chat message screen. Like you're getting it from the guy that is creating the company. Uh, you know, because yeah. I'm assuming you're answering people on Instagram, right? Yeah, it's Instagram. We get a great email as well. A lot of people kind of uh, drop notes there. Uh, but um, yeah, I say primarily, primarily Instagram. People will, will reach out. Um, and, uh, it's good. It's a great, it's a good platform for us. You know, we've tried a bunch of them. Facebook, really not our thing. Uh, Instagram by far is where we've seen the most success. And it's just a good forum for us to talk to people. Yeah, for sure. And, and we're the same way. And I've gotten the same thing. People are like, oh, I didn't think you were going to get back to me. Like, why, why wouldn't right. I? Exactly. You, exactly. Like, do you think I get 10 million messages a day that I just don't even bother <laughs> to wish. check? Like, am I, I'm not sitting in an ivory tower. Like, I'm the dude right. playing in the fairway next to you on Saturday. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's just and that. I think what's great is people, I think people do get that, and that's why they reach out. And they might not think you're going to get back to them, but, you know, when you do, they're like, oh, cool. Right, and there's like fan or slash customer for life right there for something yeah. as simple as just being a, a good person, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, Dan, here's the thing that I've learned, too, is people that buy from us once, they're going to come back and buy again. And that's the piece of it that I love. Um, you know, we're really building a great following. And um, it's just great to hear kind of the feedback. And, you know, we try to give people what they want. So one thing in business that's difficult is, is to take yourself out of it. So for me, I love the dad apps. I love the snap, you know, snap pack. I love FlexFits. I like them all. I probably like FlexFits more on the course. Uh, I just think they make more sense. Snapback, of course. But I'll ask people, like, hey, what do you want? Like, what are you trying to, what are you trying to do? And, and how can we offer designs on, on these hats? And, you know, we've shifted, for example, a lot more towards snapbacks because that's what our audience wanted. Um, we're, we're doing a shift to visors now because so many people reach out and they're like, dude, this design will be fantastic on a visor. Can you make it? So, you know, for us, it's just, it goes back to testing, seeing which style of hat you like out there and then, you know, for everything that we do, one day we want to make absolutely our own, like, replica uh, or our own style of hat, right, from top to bottom. So we haven't done that yet. Um, you know, we go out there and we find the best possible hats and piggyback off of that, but that's kind of the end goal. Um, we definitely want to be different, so we try to use companies that other people aren't using. You know, a lot of people will use FlexFit or Yupong. That's a, that's a popular one. But, you know, we've gone out there and we've tested so many different companies, and we found kind of like the hats that work, you know what I mean? Cause, because not everything's going to work on the course, um, but we want to, we kind of want to have a mixture of stuff that's great for the course, it's great outside the course, you know, that way you can rock the logo anywhere you go. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, your stuff is super high quality too, so it's not like, even though you might not have one of the quote-unquote top name brand, you know, has to be embroidered. It's not like you, right. you lose anything at all. Uh, I mean, I've, I've used Imperial. That's kind of the standard yeah. um, in our niche. And it honestly, man, the price point to get in, it's a lot for, for somebody that's just starting out. And I think that's why a lot of people have a tough time with it. You know, if you don't know if a, a design is going to hit and you're, you want to order a thousand, you know, Imperial hats, it's going to cost you. Um, and, uh, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. You know, for us, you know, we bought Imperial hats, we've used Imperial hats, and they're fine, but, you know, we have found other hats that are comparable, that we like, and now we're starting to, to work with manufacturers abroad and say, hey, this is the style of hat that we want. These are the tweaks we want to make to it. We want to customize it more, you know, in our the way that we want it. Um, so that's, that's another thing for next year that I'm super pumped about. You know, one thing that I learned this year, too, is people love rope hats, the retro look. Everybody's into it now. Um, so many people reach out to us. And they're like, yo, yo, can you put this on a rope? Um, and uh, so we're, we're trying to kind of change the game on, on that end and, and come up with some more innovative, you know, design uh, for that style hat. So now, going back a little bit, you talked about having plans in the pipeline as to what's going to drop, and you mentioned a November drop. Are you able yeah. to give any type of hint to the listeners out there as to what might be in that? Yeah, so this one will primarily be snapbacks. Um, we'll definitely have some bad hats on there. Um, I don't know if visors are going to make it. I'm going to try, um, but honestly, I'm not sold on the visors um, that we've sampled so far. I think that's one thing where I will have to hit up Imperial. I think they make the best visors. Um, but you'll definitely see snapbacks, dad hats. Um, we're getting back into the t-shirt game. We've been slacking on that end for a while. Um, just again, because I didn't, 
I didn't love the quality of what we had. It was fine. It was good. People tell me they love it. It's soft. It fits. Yada, yada, yada. I want to be the best possible. You know, we want to offer the best possible product. So we finally found stuff that we like, that we want to use. And we got some really cool designs, you know, coming out for, for T-shirts um, as well. Very cool. And, you know, obviously we'll let our listeners and our fans know when those drops are going to occur. What are we looking for? Like a mid-November, right before Thanksgiving type deal? Yeah, I would say I would say mid-November, kind of shooting before Thanksgiving. Um, we got a shipment of a ton of patches coming, so we're waiting on that. Um, other than that, most of the drop is pretty much done. So once we get the patches, we'll start picking up the hats we want to use for them, slap them on there, and um, yeah, we'll be good to go. Very cool, very cool. Um, so now looking forward in the future, let's say, right. Are you guys even keeping tour pros at all on, on your radar? Does that even hit at all? Like, is that something you'd be into working a sponsorship deal with a tour pro at all? Are you more concerned about, you know, kind of the everyday lay person out there in golf? I'd say the everyday person. I mean, you know, somebody hit me up and said, Hey, I want to wear your hat, which, honestly happens all the time it, it, it's unbelievable people will reach out to you and they're like hey hey um i golf can i have one of your hats and it's just kind of like cool man um here's the site uh, <laughs> no, 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 no 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 like no no, no like oh i go i'm really good at golf though send me send me your hat and i'll, I'll take pictures um and it's tough because when you first start you're like sure okay like you know i i sent out to like amateur golfers before you know guys that are transitioning into the golf that kind of thing but at the end of the day, we're still a business. I can't just give away everything that we have. Um, having said that, um, I think there's a lot of different things that we're going to be doing in terms of different streams of revenue and, like, how we're going to kind of handle handle that. So, like, to answer your question, yes, I would love for it to happen. Um, how that's going to happen, I guess, is the question, right? So, for example... Um, we're, we're one of the, the partnerships that we're going to be announcing soon uh, is with this company that has an unbelievable golf app. Can't have to keep it kind of hush hush, but mm-hmm. you know they work with essentially um, the top amateurs. You know, kids going up that like they're going to be in tour like next year. Um, that is the route that we're very interested in, in kind of working with them, developing brand identities for them early on, so they can have the experience, really create an image for themselves. And that way, when they do go pro, yeah, I mean, are they going to get scooped by bigger brands? Sure. But at least when they're amateur and, you know, kind of word of mouth and they're at all these tournaments, you know, we'll get visibility. They'll feel good because they're not just wearing a standard hat. They got something that they help create that's on their head that's kind of branding themselves. Um, but that's kind of the path that we see for now. It gets to that point. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, completely, completely. And it's it's very funny that you mentioned that with uh... – you know, people hitting you up looking for freebies. Um, you know, right. I've experienced that on the most minute scale with like the ball <laughs> markers we made and stickers and stuff like that. Right. And so, again, in the beginning, we did a run of stickers. I was like, okay, Scott, let's make 50 of them. You know, no one's going to want them. So I'm sure we're going to be stuck with like 30. And then within two days, right. like we have no stickers left. And I'm right. like, okay, let's try Good something. Yeah, let's try something new. And you know, we did these little supporter packs and stuff and sold a bunch of them and just so thankful for the people that did purchase them because it, you know, helped us move on to making some t-shirts on Amazon and stuff. And right. when we did the t-shirts, like it's a collaboration with this company below Bogey Golf. 
And, you know, like we make like 50 cents on a T-shirt. You know what I mean? Because Amazon handles everything. And I'm not doing it to make money. I'm doing it to get the name out there. And I must have got 25 DMs of, dude, those T-shirts are sick. Send me one and I'll put it in my Instagram story. (laughs) I'm like, well, okay, okay, I'm not going to go buy one because I had to purchase one for myself. You know, like (laughs) I don't have this stash of them. (laughs) And it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, in the beginning, we did a lot of that and I actually gave a lot of them away. A lot of them were younger kids that were going up and they're like, I love your hat. Can I, you know, I'll take videos and get content and stuff. And it's like, you know what? Sure. Why not? I'll send you a couple hats. Like, you know, do what you can. Give us a shout out here and there. And that's fine. Um, for us right now, one thing that's working is we're actually partnered with the bag store. Um, and Andy, uh, I think they're out of North Carolina. Yes, they are. Uh, yep. Hit me yep. Up. Yep, yeah, so he hit me up um, beginning of the year, and I was a little skeptical, but, you know, we talked shop a little bit, and he kind of explained his operation and what he was doing, but it's really blown up, and it, it's fantastic, and it's, it's a good concept, and, you know, I, I send some hats down to some players that we sponsor down there, and it's fun to kind of see the journey, and, you know, they're playing every weekend, and, you know, you see your hat here and there being featured, so that's cool, and that I like, that's okay, you know what I mean? Like, people are genuinely out there, they're golfing, they're using your hat, um, I'm cool with that. That's that's something that um, you know we've uh, we've enjoyed doing. Yeah, that's a that's a. It's, it's funny you mention that. It's a pretty cool idea they have going on down there. I've been in touch with them as well to have them on the pod and and maybe have a few players on here or there. I'm still trying to yeah. figure out like how it all goes down and how it all works. And there's some people that I'm semi close with, you know, through Instagram yeah. and stuff that I interact with, you know, almost daily. Um, and it's a very cool concept and, and I, I wish there were more, I don't know, satellite, uh, bag tours, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so you could yeah. get on, like, yeah, I would, sure. I would so play that. It's, it's, it's a very cool concept they've got going on. Yeah. And, and like I said, I've talked to, to, to Andrew quite a bit and, um, you know, he's learning as he goes too. you know, he's figuring this thing out and it's, uh, again, it's a, it's a simple, but very complex concept. Think, like how are you, I, I guess, gonna, how are you going to execute it? You know what I mean? Like, cause there's going to be people everywhere that wants to start building kind of a satellite branch or whatever, but you know, how does it work? How do you consolidate it, put it together, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, like I said, I think it's a cool idea. And for the time being, you know, it, it, it's fun to kind of see, uh, you know, all the players that you sponsor go head to head with other sponsors. Um, and, uh, you know, I know that he's mentioned having the sponsors down for a tournament. I'm pretty, you know, jazzed about doing something like that and, and playing some golf down there. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, hey, let's turn to your golf a little bit. Um, what's it? Uh, what's it? I mean, you know, I think, I think the misconception in the Instagram community, at least what I see, is that everyone that's involved in – an Instagram golf related page or a podcast or a golf company or something has to be an incredible golfer, like has to be an ex collegiate D one golfer that, that made it to the USA. Well, that's what I'm saying. And like, you know, people are always like, Oh man, you talk to all these pros and stuff. Like you must have a lot to talk about because you're probably real good. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm better than 99% of people, but that's because, right. you know, that's because if you can break 100, you're like in the top 3% of all golfers in the world. But, right. uh, 
But that's a big misnomer that's out there. Uh, And I think, honestly, the people that I've interacted with and have had the best conversations with are people that are just your regular Joe Schmo golf, but like you mentioned numerous times, are just addicted to this game and the lifestyle. So what's your game life now? Yeah, so I break 90 pretty consistently, so that's a win for me. That took a while for me to get there. So I think the lowest I shot at this point was like 85, 86. Um, I I shot a 90. Uh, at Kapalua, and I honestly, I thought I could have played a lot better. I, I couldn't putt to save my life, but um, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, you know, breaking 100, breaking 90, I, I go to the range all the time. So where I am locally, there's a really high-end, unbelievable um, golf range called Core Golf. And, um, you know, we're, we're working on some stuff over there with them. Uh, the head trainer there, Dan Boafe, unreal guy, um, actually from my hometown, but you know, it's a rock throw away from work, so after work I'll go there, I'll hit a couple buckets. It makes all the difference in the world. You know, a lot of people will show up after not playing for six months, and they're like, ah, like, my game is garbage, and they're, like, surprised. And it's like, just like anything, if you don't practice, if you don't go out there and at least try, you're not going to do well, you know, when you're playing around. You know, not to mention, it's very rare that I go out to, like, oh, all right, I'm out here to, like, break 70. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm out there to golf with my friends on a beautiful day, have a couple of drinks and, uh, you know, get in and get out. Um, so it, it, it's just, it's one of those things where I definitely think I'm improving. I'm playing, I'm, in, I'm playing more golf because it's, it's definitely become more and more of an interest, uh, you know, to me over the years. Um, and, uh, you know, I definitely want to get to a point where like I'm kind of dangerous and I can, you know, play with, uh, you know, with some better players me, me and you have to play around, by the way. Oh, that's um, that's a given. And and <laughs> and honestly, I I know John from Spargo Golf is going to be listening to this. And John, I'm telling you, Diego listened to the pod and he wants in on it on the leave the pin in weekend. Oh, I'm going. So that's that's something I'm we've going. definitely we fun. yeah we've got to set that up. That's that's a given now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, do you, do you have a, a, um, aside from McEwen golf, let's say, is there a, a, a brand or, or style of clothing that you like wearing out on the co- course more than, than others? Yeah. Are? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so here's a question. Who do you think is the most stylish guy on tour in your opinion? All right. Hands down. Ian Poulter. That's my man. Really? He, that's Ian Poulter is my You're a Poulter f- guy. Huh? No. A hundred percent because wow, I, you know, I, I, first off, I, I got into him big time because of the clothing and I'm just a big right. fashion guy, uh, you know, everything head to toe. Right. Um, but then once I got into it and learned his backstory and, and funny enough, have actually interacted with him a little bit on Instagram, um, no way. through DM and stuff. And, and again, it's, it's me sending like 15 DMs and him replying with like one, you know, so let's not get it twisted that, that we're having conversations here, but, um, you know, but he has responded and it's, it's once I got into his background and how he just worked these tedious jobs in the golf industry you know in england right. and and turn pro off a four handicap and forge the signature to get into a tournament and the dude literally has just grinded his way to you know i mean you could i don't i don't really think he's golf hall of fame worthy but he's certainly Ryder cup 
Hall of Fame worthy. I was going to say, he shows up for the Ryder Cup. It's the most annoying thing ever. Guy plays unlight, like lights out every time uh, there's a Ryder Cup. Yeah, so my friends will always heckle me because obviously I root for the United States, except right. in the match that Poulter's playing. I always want Poulter to win, but I want the U.S. Right. to win everything. That's interesting. I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah. All right, so for me, and this isn't my favorite player by any means, but I think Billy Horschel and probably Adam Scott are the best dressed people on tour. Yeah, I'd I, say that JT is yes. up there too. Yeah, Billy Horschel and JT, uh, I mean, but I'm, I'm biased because I'm a polo guy. I mean, my, my closet is right. just a pony you know, storage right. unit. So when it comes to the brand that I like to wear, um, I, I got into ROX. Yep. Early on. Okay. Love their stuff. Little, you know, little flashy, a lot of colors and that stuff. And as, as kind of like I, you could say I matured, um, I really like Dunning. I think Dunning does an unbelievable job. I have followed them for the longest time. I, rem- I remember they used to have like a, just a simple Dunning logo t-shirt that I still have. And people are like, what the hell is Dunning? <laughs> um, but I think they do a phenomenal job. I think there's some of the best bowlers out there. And then, the gentleman who started Grayson, um, I believe he was the head designer for RLX. So I don't know if you're familiar with Grayson, but of I course. also think they make the of best colors out there. Yep. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's my go-to. I, I think you're correct. Uh, what what it was is uh, Polo used to have a Polo Sport brand, and that kind of morphed right. into RLX. And I think he went over to that, and then started uh, Grayson Clothers um, after whatever his run ended at RLX or however that ended. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think, I mean, yeah, the issue is like you're spending on a hundred dollars every, every polo. Um, you know, so I have a decent amount of Grayson polos, but at a certain point, you, you know, it's like, do I need more? Um, you know, and, that, and that's something that's come into consideration as we're starting to get into the polo game um, is we want to get not only a very clean, uh, simple polo with some of our embroidery and our logos that we like, but um, we want to we want to offer it at a price that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like something that people will come back, they'll keep buying. Um, you know, we're not trying to we're not trying to sell it for a hundred bucks. Uh, you know, we're thinking more like the fifty sixty range, just something where like, hey, they're going to love it, they're going to get it, and as we come out with new ones, we hope that they continue to to stick with us. Yeah, I think that's an important part too that a lot of these companies miss is that you know these pros are the ones that are sporting all this gear but they're not the ones supporting it with their wallets and their pocketbooks it's the everyday golfer so you know that that barrier to entry into golf is is super high because you don't want to look like a fool you know and there's not a lot of you know, at least by me, there's not a ton of muni golf where you can go out and play in a t-shirt and shorts. You know, there's a certain dress code, and it's one of those reasons why, you know, why is basketball so popular? Well, I put a, a, a hoop up, I get a $10 ball, and that's all I need. Right. You know, like, I could play it barefoot if I wanted to, really. I could practice it barefoot, but that's not the case with golf. So I think that's a real smart thing because, take for example, like, I used to coach high school golf, Okay. Mm-hmm. And I always did the, our polos and hats from a local place, but I tried to make them as cool as possible, you know, because I want these kids to just feel good when they go out there and be proud of, you know, to wear our uniform. But right. a lot of these kids had our team polo and then maybe 
one other polo in their closet because they weren't like, you know, golf nerds or anything like that. It was kind of just something that they did. So for that one other polo that they had, I wanted it to be cool. I wanted it to be special, knowing that they don't have a hundred bucks to go out and buy, you know, a custom right. a custom fit uh, Ralph Lauren polo. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like it's going to get old too. Like I don't I don't wear any of those old RLX shirts. But to be honest, I think they're they're very like what's the word peacocky. Um, so Some like, of them I, are a little garish. Yep. 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 Yeah, you know, so it's like one of those things where it's like, I have them in the closet, I spent all this money on them, and I don't even use them. Uh, today, I think I'm a lot more subtle. Um, you know, ever since doing this, I think that accessories speak volumes. So I wear a lot of just a clean white or maybe like a, a navy polo. Um, you know, I don't go too crazy with shorts. And then I think that with hats and belts, that's really an area where you can have some fun with it, throw a pop of color. Um, and it looks good. You know what I mean? Like you, you look like, you know what you're doing, which is half the battle, right? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you know, mixing and matching and finding pieces that fit together exactly. is a, a, a big concept that a lot of people miss out on, on the course. Right. Hey, it's fun, it's, oh, it's, for I sure. have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I'm the type of dude that like, if I'm going out to play around a golf, like my outfits laid out the night before, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I do that all the time now. I actually did this thing on Instagram for a while where I would just be like, all right, this is the fit that's happening tomorrow. You know what I mean? I would yeah. take a picture of it. But, yep. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 it's tough to keep up with that stuff. I mean, you know, I try to be as active as possible, but you know, lately it's been, it's been tough for me to continue to, to post, you know, the point where I was posting, I think three times a day. And, and now, you know, you're lucky if I'm doing it once a day, but you know, I'm trying to get back into it. It's just, it's a lot, man. There's, there's just, you're spinning a lot of different plates at once, and um, you know, at the end, you hope that you come out with a product that people like. They'll continue to buy, and you know, you know, they'll they'll kind of share the word, right? Yeah. Now you mentioned uh, belts before, and you know, I I, th- I feel like everything. I'm like, hey, I'm a big sneakerhead. I'm a big polo guy. Yeah, I am. Like, I I definitely have a fashion or uh, clothing problem if you will, but I'm a big, I'm a big belt guy. And I try to get a belt, yeah. you know, from every top course I go to a tournament, whether it's a vineyard vine or leather man or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. any, any, any thought going to that to making some, some belts? That's why I want to get into it. So I, I wear essentially just two belts and they're old Ashworth, uh, belts, obviously not around anymore. That's, that's the guy that started Linkful, right? Correct. Yeah. John Ashworth. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, I like. I remember when I bought these. I bought them for like ten bucks. So it must have been right when they were like sold. Who, who they? I think they sold to like Callaway or something like that. Um, anyways, I, I got these two belts, and they're they're unreal. They're like these very simple like stripes, just a couple colors, uh, like a subtle gray one and then a subtle navy one. And I wear those all the time. And those are my two favorite belts. So you know, for me getting into that game, I'm coming out with something similar, different colors, but just, just something that you can use with everything that looks good. That's sharp. You know, you walk into like a big sporting goods and you're going to see 50,000 different belts, but they're like, Hey, here's a neon green one. And here's just your standard white and your standard black. Like I definitely want to have some fun with that. Um, I've thought about the needle point, you know, we're, we're going to play around with that a little bit, but We'll, we'll see where it goes. I don't. I don't want to get too crazy. I want to, you know, kind of have the same concept as with hats, where less is more. But I want to have something more than just like a solid color, um, you know, belt 
uh, just more of, hey, this will go with this hat, this will go with this, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, just, just to have uh, something different out there. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I mean that ma- that makes perfect sense. Um, and I just want to throw out there, it was it was Telemade Adidas that had uh, purchased Ashworth when Telemade Adidas right. was still married to each other, you know, before yeah. their, uh, their right. yeah their divorce. Um, but yeah, that, another cool brand, Link Soul, which is a very minimalist design that that SoCal vibe out there. Yeah. That, that they do they do such a great job with their branding. Like you know, it's the California type branding and you know definitely an inspiration for us in a sense that like i think i think that california like the west coast vibe of golf gets a lot more love than the east coast oh uh, at least 100%. I, I feel that way which is why like one of our mantras is golf to east i mean yep. there's so many like cool courses out here uh you know just and people love really you know they love golf out here because you know you're only playing golf for what four months out of the year maybe you know if you're lucky five months out of the year um, and even then, like, so I'm from like the Boston area, right? So we'll go to like one of those like indoor golf range places or whatever, or those simulators, and we'll we'll grab a bunch of beers and we'll hit some balls, and that's what you do during the winter um, because the wealthy do, you know what I mean? Yeah, West Coast people and Southern people, they just they don't get it. We were talking about mountain golf right. on our last pod because everything by me is mountain golf, where your eight iron goes one. 35 and then your eight iron also goes 190 you know it, it's it's just the way yeah. thing is, you know way things are with elevation but you're right unless you're a degenerate you know like me where you're shoveling a path to the driving range in the winter uh <laughs> you know you're you're playing for six six seven months of good now that's a lie five months of good golf weather three months right. of like eh, mud season or cold and then exactly. let's be honest. There's a there's at least two two and a half months where we are just frozen, stuck inside. Yeah. You know, I, I know mean, we're feeling it now. Like it's it's starting to get like it's ball golf season. You know what I mean? Like and and it's you know you're bundling up now, and I'm trying to get as many rounds as I can. Uh, you know, before uh, we start getting snow, and it's just you know most courses are going to shut down. So oh, tell I hear me, you. Tell me about it. My son at his last soccer game today. It was 43 degrees with like 30 mile an hour winds. You know, yeah. I, I mean, at, just, least, at least at least you're running around with soccer. I mean, with golf, it's just oh god. Unless you're walking, I mean, it it gets cold quick, and then it's just you know it doesn't become as fun. You know what I mean? When no, I know. You you're trying to swing, and then the ground is like concrete. Uh, you know what are you gonna? Do? So I wanna I wanna talk about one more product uh, before I get you out here and, and stop monopolizing all your time. But this is. Uh, <laughs> This is a very cool one. It's a two-part question. Uh, first off, it's it's the home course hat. So it's it's the hat that has the map of the United States, right, with the yeah. flag of the United States in the U.S. boundaries. But then yeah. you have the option where people can have you guys pinpoint the flag as to what state or what kind of region of the country that they live in. So two-part question. First one is how did that come about because it's friggin' brilliant – and then two, what area of the country are you getting most people? Uh, That's a great question. Want want to embroider <laughs> the hat on? Yeah. So I got the design from um, who was it? I can't remember the name of the company, but it was like I think it was like a mechanic shop or something. They had that a similar style logo. And that's the one thing, too, is, like, when you're constantly pumping out designs, like, everything becomes inspiration for you. Like, I, I constantly have to buy more space for my phone because I take pictures of everything. And it could be <laughs> the most random thing. 
but you're like, I like the way that that's laid out. I want to remember that later picture. But that was an example of it where I, I think it was like a mechanic shop and they had the USA with the flag in it. I tweaked it. Um, definitely, I wanted to make the, instead of straight lines, you know, we made them like a little curvy or whatever, just to give it a little bit more like depth or whatever. And then, you know, the idea behind it is let's put a pin where you play golf. You know, obviously our concept was New England area or golf to the east. So we started off with that general area. But that was, you know, that was our, our top kind of seller for a long time. And we started just getting DMs being like, yo, I just bought the home course at, I'm buying another one. Can you put it on this date? Can you put it on this date? Can you put it on this date? So, you know, it, it is a little bit more, I don't want to say a hassle, but like we got to go to the manufacturer. We have to digitize like a new state. Like there's a lot that goes into doing it, but we started seeing a pattern of the places that people were asking us. So believe it or not, I get California more than I get New England. And the annoying part is you have SoCal people, you have North Cal, uh, California, like, and so we're not putting it in one consistent place. So we're doing different locations in California. Um, but I'll get some Midwest. We get a lot of Texas. Um, yeah, I think those are probably the most common ones. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, those are, those are two different worlds out there, man. SoCal and, and, and NorCal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so they don't, they don't want those flags intermixing out there. Yeah, for sure. They they definitely love their their boundary lines. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's cool. I mean, so obviously people, you know, look for that drop come November. We're obviously going to publicize it and kind of give you an idea of what's going down for that. Um, you better. Oh, for sure. You know that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, real. Happen is I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a couple hats and we want you to test them out. You let us know how it is and. Uh, We'll give you a sneak peek beforehand. Oh, I, I already know they're going to be fire, but, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I don't want to blow up Instagram by posting my picture with them in it. You know what I mean? That might, that's, that might be too much for the gram to handle. <laughs> um, so, Diego, real quick before we get you out of here, let people know exactly where they can find you, the Instagram handle, the website, eh, eh, you know, kind of give them everything right now. Give them a big push towards, towards how to get to McEwen Golf online. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's at our website is www.mcewengolf.com. If you uh, search for McEwen Golf on Instagram, you'll see it pop up. Um, on our profile or whatever, there'll be a link for you to click. Uh, that'll get, get you to our website. Um, you know, uh, we're going to do probably two or three more jobs for the end of the year, uh, but they're going to be a lot more consistent. So everything that uh, we do, we, we try to be very vocal on Instagram. So, Give us a follow. We'll let you know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, very, very happy and, and glad we were able to connect. Um, you know, pumped, pumped to continue to talk to you. And we got we got to set up that golf trip, right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely going down. I just want to let our fans know out there that McEwen is M-C-E-W-A-N. Just, you know, lest you think it's a weird spelling or something along those lines. Real simple. Um, very Scottish. That's, that's the background on it. Okay, yeah. So, uh, real quick, I mean, ha- where's that come from? So, when I was going through names, I hated everything. Literally, I couldn't <laughs> find one that sucked. It was honestly one of the hardest things to do was to come up with a brand name that I was happy with. So, I did some digging and I ran across um, the McEwen Golf uh, family, and they were uh, essentially Scottish, one of the earliest and like best Scottish club makers in like the late 17, 1800s. 
Um, and uh, I, I loved everything about the name, the history. They have this really, really cool logo that was like this, like old school, like thistle. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just, you know, golf's roots in Scotland and the name, it just, it just kind of clicked for me. And uh, they're no, obviously no longer a business or anything like that. That was a long time ago. But uh, I kind of borrowed from that and um, took us a while to, to get the logo. Um, but, uh, you know, at the heart of things, we're a hack company. So we kept it simple. The Q&Golf, we got a hat logo, can't miss it. Very cool, very cool. All right, people, so listen, get 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 to them on Instagram. You know, check them out online. Um, they got a, if you enter email address, you get 20% off, right, from an order? Yep, yep All right. absolutely. So, I mean, with 20% off and the fact that they're not trying to rip you off price-wise, I mean, I think you owe it to yourself to get yourself a hat, a T-shirt, or, or wait till that November drop if you want to see the new stuff coming out as well and and definitely check them out uh diego cannot thank you enough for coming on and chatting my man no worries brother this was a lot of fun all right people so either get busy golfing or get busy dying